Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Interiath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world called Antiriath and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Body Knot Greenleaf, the halfling rogue with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices, and our dungeon master, Sam. Hello, and welcome back to the show, episode 17. This is a great one. Thank you so much. If this is your first time listening or you've made it through 17 some odd episodes, we love you all equally. Um, Just to give a quick life update, we are having an absolute blast recording the show for you. Um, We have no plans of slowing down. We finally feel like we're in a good groove as far as playing goes and as far as the editing and the posting. And please check us out on Instagram if you have not. We post regular clips and screenshots from our Tailspire game. Tailspire is the app that we use to visualize our game. So you can see what we're seeing there and also get to interact with our great community. Thank you so much for listening. Just to get you caught up to speed, we met Baron Debilia. He gave us a large bounty to take out what he believes was the leader of the poaching ring. On the road to that poacher's camp, we fought two werewolves. Talik was bitten, and we can only assume he was cursed with lycanthropy. Before we could make it all the way to the poacher's camp, we got into a high-speed chase with a couple of baddies on a horse-drawn cart, and we left you on a cliffhanger with Shadow attempting to somersault off of his horse onto the cart. And yeah, we're going to pick up right there, so... Stay tuned. It's back to Shadow and Starlight's turn. Okay. Alright. Okay, so Starlight is gonna go up here, right in front of the wagon. Sure. Again. Overtake it. And then I'm going to use my inspiration. How does inspiration work? You basically give yourself an advantage on anything you want. Hey, so I'm using my inspiration and I'm going to roll an acrobatics check for advantage (laughs) as I prepare to backflip off of Starlight in between the two guys on the front of the wagon. Oh my god. Alright. 22! 22 will do it. So you land in between these guys. Backflip onto the wagon, land in between them. You're on the front of the wagon now. I don't know which guy on this wagon had Hunter's Mark on him, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think it was one of the archers up top. Yeah. So. 
So I'm going to roll to hit one of these guys next to me. It's going to be a modified 24. That'll definitely hit. So that'll be... We'll go ahead and do a big, fat, juicy 12 damage to that'll him. That'll kill Ooh. him. Slay him. And then we're going to roll a modified 23 to hit. That'll hit. And we're going to do a big, fat, juicy 11 damage to the other guy. I'll just tell you right now, that's exactly how much HP they have. Woo! So the fucking drivers have been slain. And Woo! my object interaction is to grab the reins and yank them back. Okay, so you... And these guys... Uh, make me an animal handling check. Okay, animal handling check. Going... Oh, fuck, seven. Oh, so they, they keep moving a little bit. They're They're upset. They don't stop this turn. Uh, they're they're just in a frenzy, sprinting left, with the, the rage. Uh, there's two guys on top. So this one on top jumps down to uh, attack um, Shadow. Reaction. Yep, you can take your reaction. Modified 23. That'll hit. You're just rolling rocks right now. Oh, that's the two. I'm going to re-roll it because I don't know if he's the one with Hunter's Mark on him or not. We'll give that an 11. Okay, so this guy goes to jump down, and you just, like, pierce him with your glaive and, like, throw him over the front of it so he goes up and underneath the carriage. I'm fucking wrecking! Stop! <laughs> so, Talik, it's your turn. How far can my horse move? Uh, he can move 60 feet in a turn. And is he right next to me right now? No, he's pretty far back. Um, I think you dashed, though. He's, he's 60 feet from you. Um, but if you want to, you can you can try calling him. You can give him a whistle with animal handling, and he'll he might can run to you, and then you can hop on. Yeah, let, let me give give him a whistle and see if he'll run up towards me. Okay. Overall animal handling here. <sighs> I got a four. four. Um. So so he hears you, but he just kind of like stomps in place and uh. You know, he's freaked out by what just happened up there. He's not fully into this war horse thing yet. How far away am I? You're 60 feet from him, so you'd have to use your move and action to get to him, and then you can mount and him. And I'm 180 feet from the cart? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the max distance that I can move without the horse? Uh, 60 take the feet. dash action. Yeah, take the dash action, 30 and then 60. I think it'll be faster to get back to him because you could literally get on him this turn and get back to where you are and be on the horse. Okay. I'll run back to Revenge, hop on her, and then move as far as I can. Okay. So you can move back up to here. Okay. There you go. So you're back on Revenge and you're up to there. All right. I'll end my turn. So. I'm way back. I'm. 200 feet from the caravan where the action's There's only one bandit left, so it runs up here, and I'm gonna say on its turn, you go ahead and move up another 80 feet. Um, to be fair, Talik, there's dead bodies all at your feet. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm just watching the action from a long ways away. Right? <laughs> Moves another up. 80 feet with me yanking on the reins? Damn! Yeah, yeah, they're like panicked. They're like, you know, in the in the westerns when the horses are like about to run off the cliff because they're like freaked out and they won't stop. Um, so this guy runs up and he's he's freaked out too, but he's gonna try to uh, jump down here and, and get you as well. 
Um, you already had your reaction, so he's he's gonna get down unscathed. Oh yeah, modified twenty to hit. Oh, <laughs> five damage. Try to be less excited. <laughs> five damage to you as he jumps down and gets you. Okay. Body knock. On Jeffrey. On Jeffrey. On Jeffrey. Jeffrey? Body knock on Jeffrey. Well, not like I'll ever actually catch up, but I will continue my movement. Yeah, I mean, you move a, pretty much as fast as the cart, so. Um. Can you take a shot from here? I can't see anything. No, he's behind total cover. If it was okay. anything less than total cover, I'd say yes, but. Yeah. He's like How far literally. How back is he from the cart that's running? Oh my god. Um, he's still. Quite sure. 180 yeah, feet. And how far am I? 200? Like 300 feet. Okay. So Shadow's basically on his own and we're chasing behind. Right. Yeah. Y'all are just trying to catch up. So speaking of, it is Shadow's turn. Mm-hmm. He did his thing, man. Okay. <laughs> Very okay, nice. So here's the earth. Round. 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 So let's go ahead and. So. Hunter's Mark is definitely on this archer. I don't know who it was on before, but it's definitely on this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Alright, modified 23 to hit. Alright. And then it's gonna you be... You roll the damage, six but... and a 10. Oh, re-rolling that one. Really yeah, you rolled pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's gonna be 10 damage on okay, him. Okay, so, so he's still up. Okay, well I get to swing at him again. Okay. Actually, I swapped. Okay, fuck this guy. He's got no shot. Well, as long as you hit him. Modified twenty-two. Oh, you hit him. Okay, he's obliterated. Okay, so he's dead. So you slash this guy and then come back with a second one and just sling him off the edge with a big deadly slash. <laughs> fuck these guys. Alright, so am I doing animal handling again? Try to stop these yeah. Clydesdales? Yeah. Alright, here we go. Oh, 14. Okay, that no, that's enough. So you pull these guys to a stop. <laughs> and they, you know, after about 10 or 15 feet, they pull down to a stop. And that is, uh, we are out of combat. Yeah, boys. So as you settle down um, out of combat, it's don't look at this map because I don't have it mapped here. But you uh, you find yourself at a clearing spot um, and see these pillowing this a billowing smokestack rising up just right on the other side of some trees from where you're at. And so me and me and Body Knock come riding up from behind we're still a ways back so we're exasperated and come run it up to shadow okay so just to retcon real quick i thought this in my head but then i never actually said it out loud as we're preparing as i was in my rage and preparing to charge the poacher leads i just shoved clint off the back of starlight and he's just laying in the dirt tied up back just there. 500 feet back yeah yeah <laughs> okay He's, he looks like a an inchworm. He's like trying to like inch along the yeah. ground, all tied up. 
fuck that guy. I'll hog. So I'll, I'll turn around actually, since I'm way back with the horse. I'll turn around and in kind of a trot, I reach down with just one hand and grab him and flip him up over the back of the horse that I'm on. Okay. So you've got him. So y'all all gather up. So I'm just shadows, just standing here, calling the draft horses down. Starlight's here and and woosawing and yeah, first big combat for Starlight. So he's probably yeah. And so shadows like what? What did, they, were they after the goats? Did they get any goats? And he's looking in the in the wagon. The wagon seems pretty full of goats. It's it's got like three or four goats, and you know they had like another um, two or three goats that got away out back. So. Can I run an investigation check on the the cart just to see if there's any like ledger or node or anything? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I rolled a seventeen. Okay, so yeah, you look over these guys and uh, you don't find a a you know big thorough ledger like you did at the last poacher camp, um, but you do find a a little map that shows kind of the the surrounding area and says like here's you know where the poacher camp is at and it's got some little marks on it that shows it it looks like they were tracking where they had looked for you know creatures at it's kind of like a you know areas will be shaded in and be like all right we checked here checked here sort of thing um the other thing your investigation check the other thing you find is uh you you loot these guys bodies and you find this on one of the captain's bodies and you also find um a little bit of gold these guys are carrying all together like all the guys pulled together it's like um 18 gold and 41 silver okay body knock i'm gonna take 10 if you want to take eight gold and then i'm taking 20 silver take uh you take eight gold and 21 silver body got it all right while they're divvying up the money, Shadows opened up the wagon and shoot all the fire goats out of it. Okay, and they, they run off and jump up onto the hills. And, and set the largest forest fire ever seen in this land. What? Yeah, start the largest forest the fire largest ever forest to happen <laughs> in the history of anything. They... Shadow looks over at Body Knock and is like, Body Knock, I ever tell you about the time that I nursed a goat from a baby with a milk bottle? No, I don't believe you have, sir. <laughs> Is that Shadow or Seth telling that story? Talib looks over to Shadow and says, <laughs> "You can milk anything with nipples." <laughs> I have I have nipples, Talib. Can you milk me? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Oh my god! Holy shit! Okay, so what am I looking at again? You wanted to do something else, Taylor. I wanted to to just do a survival check and see if there was anything on this map that was like worth following or checking or Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll run a survival and I rolled a twelve. Okay. So it's not like a super detailed map. It's like the map that you would draw back in the day for someone before MapQuest existed. So it's okay. got, you know, it shows like uh Heather Tone and then like, you know, a road and it says like here's the the camp and like then it just has like 
a rough sketching of the the valley that you're so, in. It kind so of shows not the a, areas it's around. It's not a map like we found to a base before. It's just it, uh, it is a map to a base, but it's just a hand drawn one. That last one was like that too. I didn't describe it in real good detail, okay. but it's like it's like someone gave them instructions on how to find the base, sort of thing. Now, with my deck, do we find the base? Um, you assume that the pillar of smoke coming up from the across the clearing on the other side of the, the trees from you is the base. Okay, so I'm going to make a beeline towards that on my horse, on revenge. Y'all uh, wander over to through the trees into the opening and uh, similar to what I described with Seth with the Owl Scout that you saw earlier the uh, smoke is still smoldering off of what was clearly some sort of epic level tragedy the like every building and tent and little hut that they had set up here it was clearly a makeshift sort of camp area they had a little palisade around the outside it's just in the middle of the clearing it's not in a cave like the first one that y'all went to Mm. so it's got a palisade around the outside it's got a couple different entrances to it but like the palisades have all been destroyed and uh, knocked down and the tents on the inside are all just collapsed and on fire like most everything's burned down completely Um, and there's just a hodgepodge of dead animals of various types and dead um, poachers, from what you can tell. Um, why don't y'all make me a uh, investigation check to see what more you see? What more do I see? Eleven. Okay, so eleven. So. You guys are kicking around a little bit. Um, Shadow's kind of looking more around the the bodies and corpses, I assume. Um, but Talik and Body Knock, you'll make your way over to what appears to be like the the head tent, and it's actually in somewhat decent shape. And you kind of lift up and, and peek inside there, and sure enough, you do find some some paperwork, and you find kind of a half burnt ledger, um, and you flip it mm. open. And it's very similar to the previous ledger. Uh, sure enough, you see a couple of initials on there from sales to say CS. Um, and then the vast, yeah, almost all of the sales okay, from Clint. the ledger are to the grotto. Where is Clint? I had him on my horse, so he's with us. So I want to turn to Clint and roll an intimidation check and be like, what the fuck? Where the fuck is the grotto and who the fuck are you and what are you doing? He's like, I, I don't know anything about the grotto. I don't know where they sell these guys to. I, I just, I bring them here and to the other camp by Summerhill. That's the only ones I know about. Uh, I just, I stumbled on the one by Summerhill and, and they told me that I couldn't keep selling to them because I was visiting too often. So I needed to split it up between this one and the one in Summerhill. And so I just, I come down here to sell sometimes, but that's it. That's all I know. I don't know what these guys do with them. I'm, I'm told that they're, you know, they're, they're being used in a humane way and that that's all i know man so i rolled a 15 on intimidation does that change what you just said um make me a insight check insight 
so I rolled a 13 on insight. Okay, I, I mean, you get the feeling that this guy is totally over the idea of lying to you guys. He is, he's just trying to survive. All right, so he doesn't really know what the fuck's going on. He's just a pawn in the game. Yeah, he's just trying okay. to make his little bit of dough. Do we see, can I roll an investigation, see if we see anything else around the camp besides the ledger? So, in addition to that, um, why don't y'all make me a survival check to try to figure out, kind of do your Aragorn thing and see what happened in the, the battle. Um, Seth, since this is uh, kind of in the mountains, I'll let you have advantage on yours. I got a 17. Seven. Oh, nice. Uh, survival. Or survival check, yeah. Survival check with advantage. Yeah. Giving you advantage because your favorite terrain is mountains. 14. <laughs> Roll it. Okay, two so 17, nine. 14. Um, yeah, so you guys are looking around, kind of checking out the battle. One thing you notice is that the palisades that I mentioned were knocked down. Um, they're mostly knocked down from the outside in. Uh, it looks like they were just oh, toppled by something. Somebody got here before us. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but the, okay, I just want to be super clear. So, is this camp outside, or is it in a mountain? Is it in a grotto? This one's or? just in a big clearing with like a okay. palisade all the way around. Okay, that's what. I th yeah. No natural cover, but it's similar to the last one that we infiltrated. Yeah, I think like the you know the the lower half of the last one that had the yeah fence, the big wooden the, fence the big wooden palisade fence yeah fence. Okay. it just doesn't have that natural protection but of it's the all fucked being up and it's burnt down and the animals are running everywhere and there's nobody alive well the animals that are here are dead there's no living animals here either Fuck. um so yeah i mean you look around and you see you know some of those firetail goats you see a couple of uh those stinking pigs that you had seen and uh, a couple other animals that you haven't seen yet um, you see like a, um, some chickens that have like, uh, weird kind of scales on them that appear to be made out of like slate pieces. Mm. Um, but they're dead. But, but all those things are dead. Um, and at, with those survival checks, those survival checks are good enough. You can really kind of Aragorn recreate this battle. You can tell that some of these animals some of the larger animals were actually trying to fight the poachers you'll see a spot where like the they have wounds on them like they had been slashed by uh scimitars and stuff and then gore wounds on the uh the poachers you look around and kind of check out all the poachers and why don't you do a, a medicine check on the you know kind of figure out what was killing these poachers i got a 13. okay nine Nine. Um, <laughs> I got so yeah, far one right now. Yeah, let's see what uh, buddy gets here. You're awakening. Okay. So yeah, Talok's kind of looking at these guys, and he's like, yeah, it's like they've got uh, you know, some some gore wounds in them and stuff from from something, but you don't see like um, you know, a lot of boars or anything that would have left these like kind of deep piercing wounds. And Body Knock looks at him, kind of opens him up a little bit, and is checking him out. And he finds little splinters of, like, pieces of wood left in the wounds. Um, 
weird. Of the animals or the poachers? Of, of the poachers. Like they get hit with like wooden shrapnel almost? Like, no, like they were like, almost like they were stabbed with a broomstick. And it left like little wooden splinters, real small little pieces of wood left behind. It's a witch. What do you think, body? Uh, I don't know. It looks like they're stabbed with some wood, guys. That's quite different. Hmm. What do you think? Does anyone know anyone that utilizes wooden weapons of any sort? I don't know. Shadow? Something is wrong with nature. Do you think it was the trees? The ants are marching. I just kind of look around, like, looking at the trees, like, what the fuck? Kind of, like, spooked out. I say we make camp here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's literally, like, 1030 in the morning. Uh, if you want to make camp, you could. But, you know, y'all, y'all camped really close to this. It only took you, like, another 30 minutes or so to get here. We could do a short rest here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You want to do a short rest here? Uh, sure. Okay. Let's do a short rest, middle of the day. Take an hour or so. Heal our... Yeah. Patch up our wounds. Yeah, get some of... You used a lot of short rest abilities. Yeah, so I'm, get all I'm, I'm less than a third health. I mean, I got my ass whooped in that fight. I, yeah. yet again, do my... Fucking nature did not even get targeted. I'm pretty sure. The guy you shot an arrow at shot an arrow at you, but he missed. Ah. I'm the odd job of D and D, baby. Yeah. So, what do you guys want to do? I, are, I mean, are we kind of at an impasse? I mean, I really so Debilius sent us this way to kill the leader of the poachers or something and then he was gonna give us yeah so basically he was like yeah i've got a hot lead on the poachers i believe their camp is to the um west of heather toad and you're like no no no. their camp was in Summerhill. yeah and y'all were like well shit there must be more to this operation than bci yeah and so y'all have your ledgers that are like they're selling things to the grotto and like seth was saying he wants to figure out where that is so um i mean that's really your only lead at this point is this mysterious grotto you almost what do you think shadow i I mean i don't i don't have a clue well i reckon that we need to go ahead and gather up any paperwork we can from around here and then We'll go back and talk to Mr. Debilia and see if he's got a line on another camp because I'm ready to fuck these poachers up once and for all. Yeah. Yeah, I think we head back to Debilia, let him know that this shit's all already fucked and burnt up and something attacked it. Okay. See what we can figure out. Not to mention you got bit by that pooch and I'm a little bit nervous about that wound festering on your arm there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, he's got some. He's got some luxury dog kennels that Taylor can sleep in. <laughs> yeah. So about this wagon. Back. Yeah. What about the wagon? It. It's very similar to the 
the wagon that y'all saw before. It's clearly designed to transport animals. I um, think I want to drive the wagon back to Heather Tone. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll ride on top. Have a uh, starlight follow along. Yeah. Je- Jeffrey and I will ride inside. Oh my god, just chill in the back of the freaking wagon. Indeed. Jeffrey's, Jeffrey's quite tired. Revenge and Starlight will follow behind. I'll ride on top. Chill. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. So y'all cruise back. Um, y'all will be making better time on your animals. Um, We're headed to Heathertone, right? Right. I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all are headed to Heathertone. Y'all get there by a little afternoon. Okay. Okay. Okay, Miss Aubrey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing all right. Uh, y'all are back quick. Aubrey, pint, please. It's been a long day. <laughs> she looks at you and just you just look haggard as hell, man. You've got, got my green sweat on you, blood. You got your torn shirt and everything. And she she literally pours one and passes it to you. And before she lets go of it, she reaches over and grabs another one and pours a second one and just hands you two. I got dark circles under my eyes, and I'm like, you don't know how bad I need those, Aubrey. <laughs> She's like, they're on the house. Thank you. Shadow. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to leave old Clint here tied up to the horse hitch out front, and you can just let the next area guards come through, pick him up. Uh, yeah, 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 Absolutely. I got a favor to ask you. I got me a couple of draft horses and a wagon out here. I'd like to leave it here at your inn for the time being. Oh, well, well, certainly. Uh, I can store it for a little while. I mean, if you're going to be storing it long term, uh, there will be a charge. Uh, normally, to, to to board a horse, I, I just do one silver piece a week. Uh, one silver piece of stint, which is basically a week. It's uh, six. Don't days. worry about that, Aubrey. Okay, how about I just give you ten silver and you hang on to these these two horses and this wagon for me for the next month or so? Absolutely, yeah, you yeah, know, I'd, I'd be happy to. And so she, she takes the silver. Aubrey, <laughs> another pint, please. She looks over and sees that you, you've taken down the two pints and she's just like, oh, oh all right, and pours you a, another one. Uh, Body, you getting in on this? Yeah, let's do it. Pour his body <laughs> a pint and passes him one as well and kind of looks at Shadow like, you want one? I'm good, thank you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's no problem. So you guys going to be staying with me tonight or are you all headed on? Well, I think we're going to make our way back over to Billy Talk. Well, I understand that. Well, it was certainly good to see you folks. Uh, what, if I don't, if you don't mind my asking, what, What'd you find at the camp? Yeah. Her, she's kind of like goes pale a little bit, and she's like, "Oh, oh my God, I, I, I suppose I shouldn't ask too much, but curiosity got the better of me." Oh, no problem, Miss Aubrey. Well, uh, you, you folks take care, and uh, if you're ever coming through town, I'd be happy to give you a pint and a place to stay. We'll be back. 
get back on the road, we leave the cart, so we're just on our horses and our mastiff. And your, and your mastiff. Okay. Um, so y'all travel back, so it's, it's like exactly a two-day trip if you... Um, well, it's a little less than a two-day trip on foot. So y'all are going to get there kind of the evening of the next day. Okay. And we're back at the Debilia Estates. Uh, yeah, you arrive probably 6 p.m. the next day. Okay, so we were at Heathertone day 16 at noon. Right, so 6 p.m. day 17. Okay. Okay. And then y'all made it back to Heathertone and made it all the way back to Debilia by the next evening. So you get in around uh, probably like 7 o'clock the next evening. We, we pull up to Debilia Estates, hitch our animals, and walk up to the front gate. Okay, um... They're, the major D's not out at the moment. Um, Barney. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys knock on the door and Barney. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so the yeah major D comes down. He's like, Oh, Monsieur, welcome back to the Billy Ass Dates. I don't remember good. what his accent was, was last time, but I feel like he should be obnoxiously French. Barney. <laughs> Fetches three pints. Shadow, body, what do y'all want? Uh, well, we are we are just setting the table for dinner. Would you like to join us? I will uh, let me uh, make sure that that is okay with uh, the Baron. And so he he, <laughs> so, like, he closes like the door and, and goes back up to uh, the candlestick. Yeah, yes, yes, he's just like the fucking candlestick. Get us, Mr. DeBilia. Um, so yeah, so he goes back up and uh, comes back down a, a minute later. He's like, yes, yeah, if y'all would like to join us for, for dinner, it's uh, it's just being served now, and uh, we've got plenty to, to go around. Okay. Lead, lead the way. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. So, yeah, so he takes you in. Um, so, yeah, they let you guys in, and they're like, Oh, welcome back. Welcome. Uh, I, before we talk business, uh, please have a seat and uh, make yourselves comfortable. I, what's ours is yours. Please uh, please enjoy a meal with us. Buddy, no, they, got, they got sausages. Oh, man. Yeah, Schnookums is getting a steady stream of them handed to her. Okay, so you guys sit down for dinner with uh, Mr. Frindor Debilia, and he's like, so, uh, let's let's jump straight to it. What were you guys able to discover? Well, first off, there's fucking werewolves out there. Excuse me? You heard me right. An old Tolik over here got roughed up something fierce. So you're yeah. going to have to take that into consideration before you go send anybody else out in those woods. 
Yeah. I, I certainly appreciate the, the heads up. That is quite the problem. Um, where, whereabouts was this? Uh, in between Heather Tone and the poacher's camp. I'm going to point under the table. So my left hand is under the table and I point at body knock and I just, in my head, I just say, body knock, can you hear me? Can you hear me? So he's, he's going to use, he's going to cast the cantrip message. Yes. I thus return the gesture by nodding back. It does say that you can reply in a whisper that only he can hear. So you okay, can't do the same thing I'm just like, what the fuck? And then You're just I playing just around leave, with it. I just leave it alone and then yeah. I keep listening to the combo. Okay, so they uh they he says if it's not one thing it's another. Ah, <sighs> well, let's uh let's table that for now in our conference that we're having here and we'll wrap back around to that. We'll parking lot that. For now, let's uh, discuss the matter at hand. What were you able to discover with the lead on the poacher's camp? Well, we can just say y'all relay it all unless you want to go through it. Okay. So y'all relay everything that y'all y'all saw and experienced and stuff. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the, the grotto again. He says, this damn grotto keeps coming up. It's like, if only we had someone who was on the inside, you know, someone who was involved in the, the criminal underworld. Oh, we yeah, we left one of their little sneaky bitches tied up in Heathertone for the, for the guards to take away whenever they f- came through. Oh, you did? A, a, a criminal, as it were. I, I haven't heard reports yet. You almost have made it back faster than that. I've got a buddy, uh, to use as a fence named Leech. He's uh, quite the crook. Oh, really? That sounds quite promising. Is this someone that you can contact? Yeah, sure. I could send Leech a message, a raven. Um, yeah, so you would know that Le- Leech is actually in Billiotalk, so he's oh, shit. He's nearby. You could probably drop in on him if you wanted to. Yeah, let's, um, just, let's, let's get... We'll go Leech a visit. Okay. Um, he's like, well, that sounds like as good a lead as any. Um, he's like, I, I don't have any other ideas, so hopefully this leech has some information for us. Well, due to the number of poachers that we've taken out and the fact that we're now moving on to the next part of our deal, I think, I think you may owe us a little something. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Let me consult my notes here on how much he agreed to give you. Um, he said, if you can figure out where the grotto is, he'll pay you a thousand gold, but he'll give you another 250 if you could take out the other poacher camp. Um, based on your description, he's like, well, I suppose the deed is done without knowing who did it. I'd be remiss to not give it to you. So, yeah, he pays you another 250 gold. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I mean, we did take out nine poachers. <laughs> He's like, well, that that is three times your number, so consider me impressed. All right, I'm adding 125, uh, body, if you want to add 125 gold. 
Oh. Wait, what's happening? We're splitting the gold. Just one twenty-five. I'll just got paid. Oh, it's only two fifty total. Yeah, yeah. I took uh, one twenty-five. If you want to add that. What does our meal look like? What does it consist of? Uh, so, like you said, there's definitely some snossages. A lot of those are going to uh, schnookums. And then, uh, other than that, it's a pretty uh, impressive meal for just a weeknight that y'all showed up to these guys' house. Um, in addition to the sausages, they're having a, a hearty course of, like, a big chunk salad. Like those, uh, like, not a wedge salad, but, you know, the, like, you can take the Swiss lettuce. Anyways, big chunky salad. And then, uh, yeah, like a wedge. Uh, yeah, but not iceberg. You can take this other lettuce that's like smaller, and Duck. so and you get like a bunch of wedges. Anyways, it's a salad I've had. It's delicious. Anyways, but then you also he's got uh, cheese and bread to go with the salad, which is fantastic. There's some soft goat cheese and a hard aged cheese, and then there's uh, the main course is a serving of pheasant, and everyone gets half a pheasant, and you're kind of thinking, hmm. Was this supposed to be whole pheasants? But we showed up. Uh, so everyone gets half a pheasant. But then afterwards, he brings out an impressive display of desserts. There's like a couple of pies and a cake. And you're just like, did he just have these available? And then he busts out some port and some wine. And uh, it's it's a real humdinger. So during the dessert course... <laughs> I'm going to stare body knock down like this kind of like weird smile and I'm going to cast mage hand and basically like this little hand like hand size hand appears while no one's looking and I pick up a piece of the cake and I like smush it into body knock's face like we're like newlyweds make me a uh, a sleight of hand check to do it all stealthily without anyone seeing the hand okay I got a uh, 16. Okay. So, uh, why not make me a perception check to see if you notice this cake coming for you? 20. So, not 20. So, you turn around, like, right as this thing's getting to you, and you <laughs> see this, like, spectral hand about to smack you in the face with some cake. Make me a dexterity saving throw. 14. 14. Okay. So, um,. Your spell DC is a 13, so I'm going to say that he dodges the cake and it hits his chair right behind him, uh, right before the, the hand winks out. I just, like, look up at the ceiling, like, back and forth, like, <laughs> it wasn't me, I don't know. Like a cheese ball? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Mm, okay. Okay, pal. I just kind of like smirked myself. So you guys go to find your buddy. And so it's actually funny. You leave the Bill Utah Estates and you go down and go down the large uh, primary stairwell that kind of goes up the cliffside if you remember what bill you talk looks like it's uh basically there's a low area on one side that's down by the river but then the other side is like a bluff and so there's a bridge that crosses oh, yeah, over the yeah, river yeah, and then goes up the stairs by the bluff 
They know where we thought that you went down the river. Yeah, so y'all go down those main stairs, but instead of crossing over the bridge, you double back and hug along the riverbank and go down that riverbank for a little while and you actually find yourselves up uh, kind of behind Dabilia Estate and underneath it down below and uh, as you get close you see uh, a little bit of smoke puffing out of the uh, side of the, the wall just a little bit um, of the side of the mountain here, and uh, Body Knock, I'll let you take it from here. I said, uh, so we'll, I guess we'll just head up towards the entrance, right? Okay, yeah. So you guys uh, head up, and right when you're getting close, you see kind of like a, a pipe coming out of the side, and uh, a like ruddy old door on the side of this uh, hill, and a puff of black smoke just like explodes out of the room and you see this little guy come running out surrounded in smoke just like coughing like <laughs> and he comes out and he raises up these goggles his whole body is like covered in soot and he's just like oh guys brushed waving a hand at his face who the fuck is this body it's a old uh, crime buddy of mine back in the day Leech like sees you and he sets his jaw real stern and he kind of like brushes up both of his sleeves and he walks up to me and he's like you sorry son of a bitch how dare you walk up to my doorstep and he walks right up to you and he's like face to face with you and then he reaches in and gives you a big hug Leech you son of a bitch <laughs> Like, how you been, buddy? I haven't seen you in forever. Uh, pretty good, Leech. Uh, just adventuring around with these two misfits. How are you? Oh, man, looks like you got you some tall boys here. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, just doing my thing. Uh, <clears throat> you guys need anything? I got I got fire bombs. I got spiky bombs. I got smoky bombs. I, what, what, what brings you guys around? We'll, we'll get to that, Leech, but... We need your. How do I put this? Uh... We need you to be a spy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we need you to be your sleazy self. Oh, anytime. I, I'm happy to help with that. What'd you have in mind? Shadow, yeah, you, you want to explain it to him? Let me ask you this, Leech. And as I say that, I flip my dagger up in the air in his direction with a sleight of hand check. I'm gonna laugh when this stabs him in the face with a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill my buddy, man. <laughs> of 13. Okay, so what are you doing? You're flipping your dagger up in the air? To him. Oh, uh... Like, like for him to catch it sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. He goes to catch, catch it. Catch oh it. my god! And he bobbles it horribly, and like almost cuts himself. He's like, "Oh god!" And he just like drops it on the ground next to him. He's like, "What mm. the hell did you do that for?" Oh, just curious. 
Well, well, if you're curious, I got books you can read. You don't gotta go throwing knives at me. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all come on in. I got a pot of tea on. Let's get a little more comfortable. What the fuck is this guy? Greenleaf? He's, he's a fucking halfling. Think, uh, think uh, the fucking Jutgard dude from Phantom Menace. Watto? <laughs> yeah. That's basically what this dude is, but a hobbit version. Or a goblin. He's a goblin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The last uh, goblins we saw, we just fucking murdered. I mean, what? No, there's different types. It's the same as fucking... All right, all right, all right. Get on with it. <laughs> I don't know about this guy, buddy, Knock. He's a good people, man. He's so, Well, he's not he's, good people, but he's... He's got he's this... Little, he's your people. He's got this little glass carafe, and he starts brewing tea at it, and the carafe is just black and you're not sure if it's black with tea or like explosions or what but the whole glass carafe is just you thought it was a black kettle when he first started brewing tea in it and he's just brewing tea away he's like so yeah you uh you need to sell something you got any you got any mead worm what was your name worm ah uh, leech uh, my friends call me leech oh leech you got any mead or beer uh no nah, i don't got any mead or beer but i got a little bit of um, I got a little grog over there. This fucking guy, get on with it. Ah, suit yourself. He uh, he had taken the grog off the shelf and he just kind of sets it on the counter next to him. So, Leech, what do you know about the poacher ring that's been around this region lately? I can't say I've heard of it until now. Well, guess what, buddy. You're about to be part of it. Poaching? I, I don't really know how to transport any animals. Uh, Y'all got something sleaze, you need to sell? Leech is a sleazeball. Leech is a sleazeball, but he only moves illicit goods. He doesn't fuck with creatures. Yeah, it's got to be something Leech. small, something I can get you know, tucked away. Break. Get his grubby little paws on, wet his beak. You're going to take some ledgers that we have found. And you're going to deliver them as if you are the messenger to some poachers. And at that point, you're going to get in there and find out whatever you can find out about what's going on and where the grotto is. While you're in there, you can keep anything that you can put in your pockets. I'm going to, while Shadow says this, I get up behind him and I just unsheath the great sword. I'd like to roll intimidation. Okay. I rolled on the ladder. I'm being a real dickhead to my friend, man. So he, yeah, he, he kind of like puts his hand and was like, whoa, whoa guys, guys, I, I'm here to help. I, I want to do whatever I can. And he kind of looks at Body Knock. He's like, yeah, you got a couple real peaches here, Body Knock. Jeez. <laughs> they drank a little bit at the last tavern we were at. Oh, I, I, I mean, that's fair enough. I'll keep the grog to myself. These guys don't need any more. I, look, look, guys, I, I'd love to help you. What would you say you're looking for? The, the, the grotto it is. Yeah, have you heard of it? Oh, of course I've heard of it. Hearing about it's not the hard part. Everybody's heard of it. Finding it's the hard part. Or rather, getting an invitation, that is. We don't need an invitation. We just need to know where this fucking place is at, Leech. Oh, yo, you think that now. Don't get me wrong. You guys are tough as hell. But the grotto is very explicitly invitation only if you just go walking up to that place you're gonna have yourself a bad time 
plus I don't even know where the hell it is nobody does that's part of the invitation where do you have your invitation oh I don't have an invitation I never sold anything to the grotto directly oh man if only you go through leads come on man yeah, I, I can I can hook you up with my with my contacts, but you know I I can't have you go roughing them up or anything. But I can. No, you 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 don't understand. Like you're gonna go. Wait, wait, where am I going? You're gonna go to your contact, and you're gonna get him an invitation, and you're gonna go to the grotto. Well, well, well what if I get you guys invitations? Don't you owe Body Knock a favor by now or something? I mean, come on, man. Hey, this is a favor. I, you'll I'm get just us saying, I don't... Leech, 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 you'll get us invitations, too. But we're going to have you go in first. Oh, God. Well, I have always wanted to see it. It's supposed to be a pretty impressive place. Uh, well. All right, let me... Uh, let me think here. I don't really know anybody that would give me an invitation. Hmm. He kind of like scratches his chin for him and he's like no no that wouldn't work he's kind of like you can tell he's going through a mental checklist of like all of his contacts he's like oh no no they still pissed off about that thing ah, they don't have to pull they wouldn't be able to get me one well I guess I could ask nah she he looks at you guys and he's like what uh what you guys been up to lately you had any killing poachers well, that, that, that sounds pretty adventurous. Right? What, what kind of experience would you call it? Pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty memorable, would you say? Everything we do is memorable, Leech. What are you getting at? I was gonna say, what are you getting at, buddy? I might just have an option for us. Somebody who's got some pretty powerful magics. But, uh, she doesn't work for free. I have something that she might want. Well, I guess it's time to see old Granny then. He's like, look, it's the only way. You want to get into the grotto? This is the only lead I got. Yeah, take us to old Granny. Let's go. Oh, what, what, what is that, Shadow? Old Granny? Yeah, you seem to have uh, had a reaction. Well, this little fucker right here is nervous as a fucking chihuahua on crack when he talks about it. That's, that's leech for you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. See, I knew you were a good fella. I'm always a chihuahua on crack. That's just my nature. Let's let's find this granny. Let's get on with it, buddy. We're wasting our time. Hey, hey, it's just south of town. Just out into the swampland a little bit. Y'all come on, let's go. And uh, he packs a couple things into his bag and uh, throws it over his shoulder. He's like, I'll lead the way. Flips open this almost like a modern flashlight. It's such an advanced lantern. It's got like a you know, air protection for the flame and like he flicks it on with just the flick of his wrist, a little flint sparks a match and it starts like projecting a light out in a nice clean cone and he's like, God, let's go. And, Are you uh, taking us to see a druid leech? Uh, not 
What exactly? We we just call her Granny around my uh my family. But uh she's very powerful. She she can get what we need. I believe it. And if she can't find us what she need, at the very least she'll be able to tell us where we can. She's got foresight. And so uh he leads you out of town and uh you go out into the swamp a ways that's south of town. It's um not a real, you know, thick or dense swamp or anything, but it's definitely the marshy kind of area. And you go out for a little ways, and before you know it, you see a, a dim flicker in the distance, and you get a little bit closer, and you see this little old hut um, of a swampy hut space. And uh, you walk up a little bit closer to it, and he's like, now, Granny's a bit eccentric, so let's uh just... You know, bear with her. She's a real nice lady, but she can come off a little odd to some people. So you guys walk up to this uh, this hut in the woods, and she uh, Leech walks up to the door and he's like, I, "It's she." He like knocks on the side of it because the door is just like kind of a tarp um, hide. And she's like, come in! And he just, like, pushes through into the tarp and passes into the room and just, like, disappears into the darkness of the building. I'm going to follow in behind him. So you pass in through a tied high door curtain into this small hut and are immediately hit by just an intense aroma. Uh, it's not explicitly bad. It's just so pungent and strong that it stings your sinuses. And as your eyes adjust to the dim lighting, you see the walls are absolutely covered in mirrors that appear like smoky gray and patina aged with time. Uh, and in the back of the room is a hunched figure of an elderly female goblin. And she's stirring this massive cauldron of thick, dark black brown liquid. And uh, she says, come in, come in. Welcome, welcome. Leech, what does this lady have to do with the grotto? Ah, I see you brought some doubters to me, Leech. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, well, they're looking for something that there's no way I could get for them. And I told them you, you'd be the only one that could get us there. She just kind of looks across at each of you real slowly, just like one pair of eyes to the next. And she's like... You seek a path for your future, but the only way to find a path to your future is to understand your past. And uh, she's like, but first, it's time to taste. And uh, she says, come, come, try it. And she takes a, a big sip of it. She's like, mmm. And she holds up, like, the, the wooden tasting spoon uh, to you guys. I'll step up to her first and taste Okay. It. So you take a taste, and um, at first it's just kind of this nice, like, savory flavor. And then you are just punched in the face by a spiciness. It's just, like, so fucking hot. Uh, 
Make me a constitution saving throw. Sure. Uh, 21. Okay, so you, uh, can just kind of steal yourself and, like, you know, take a breath. You don't, like, start coughing or anything. And she's like, oh, tough one. I guess it needs a little more spice. And she grabs something off of the counter, and she goes and she puts a couple of big dashes into it. And it, poof, fills the entire room with smoke. So much so that, uh... It's just, you can't see anything but smoke, and it's almost as if the room is on fire, and I need you all to make constitution saving throws. Fourteen. Twelve. Four. Okay, you all actually fail and start, like, choking on this just, like spicy toxic smoke um, and you're you're suffocating uh mechanically what the fuck leech so what, what are you guys gonna do you can't see anything like you can't see the other guys you hear leech coughing as well and you just hear her like maniacally laughing and uh you hear leech like running out of the house I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to her and be like, what the fuck is this? I you, thought we were you were helping you can't us. Even talk, you're like choking and coughing. You just can't even breathe. <clears throat> yeah, you're afraid if you like stay in here that you might die. I'm gonna go run out the front door. I crawl okay. out the front door. So you guys run out the front door, and as you run out the front door, you find yourself standing. And I'm going to speak to each of you one at a time because each of you finds yourself standing in a different spot and you're all alone and there's no hut behind you. So Shadow, you find yourself in the middle of a snowy mountaintop as uh, the cold air whips around you and... Talik, you find yourself in your home area of Mexim as you feel soft clover beneath your feet and smell the muddy dampness of the air. Body knock, you find yourself in a prison cell, but not one yeah. that you even recognize as the cold stones beneath your feet. And we are going to end there because I need to do a solo session with each of you before the next session. Okay. Uh, fuck. Wait, which one of them was in a cell? Body knock. Me. Yeah. Well, my, my criminal ass. <laughs> That's all I got, boys. To be continued on the next episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies. Find out what happens to our party next week.